I am super excited to announce that we now have a formal partnership with the Prospect Wizard. And when I say wizard, I mean wizard. Obviously, you have a website. This allows you to convert your website traffic visitors directly into leads. It's not just another chatbot, and it's not AI, but it allows a visitor to call, text, or leave a voicemail. Immediately goes to you, your sales team, or anyone else in the club. Instantly, MIT shows a study that if you contact the lead within 10 minutes, chance of them converting goes up nine times that of the average. We got the Atlanta clubs on it, Vita Fitness, Gold's Gym, Mountainside, City Fitness Philly, College Park, become one of the next Halo companies to deploy the wizard. It's easy to use. Go to theprospectwizard.com, get a free 30-day trial. Talk to my boy, Dave Gallon. He will get you all set up and let the leads flow based on the wizard. Go get them. This is Pete Moore on Halo Talks NYC. I have the pleasure of having a fraternity brother and a close friend for a long time. Hailing out of Emory University, Dr. Brian Harris. Welcome to your first Halo Talk. I'm excited, bro. I'm excited. There we go. There we go. There we go. <laughs> so we uh, we reconnected a couple of years ago. Um, I feel like we've been kind of going in parallel paths here with my yeah. Halo sector and, and what you've been doing on the chiropractic side um, and also helping a lot of people along the way, not just fixing them skeletally, skeletally, if that's a word, and also- It's, you know, it's an acceptable word today. Mind-body-esque. So yes. talk about your background, and then we're going to talk about the next career move that you're going to make here at Pivot in 2024 at Takoshi. First of all, thank you uh, very much for having me on, Pimo. And uh, I'm really uh, just awesome to, to show up and arrive in the Halo sector. And it's, it's been a lifestyle that I've been living you know, since I'm a teenager and then just have continued to expand and find out neuroscientifically why I really like him. We'll break into that in a minute. But uh, my background... I actually didn't finish Emory. I left Emory when you left Emory. So I was only there two years. I had a little too much fun. We had we had a good oh, time. Really? I didn't yeah. know about that. We're going to have yes. to modify your show notes because I had oh, you as a graduate, good. but that's okay. It's, it's all good. But I actually, I did actually leave and graduated from University of Maryland with a kinesiology degree because, um, you know, when I was studying at Emory, just was not, I had, I had way too much fun and I had to get that out of my system. And that was not the place to have all the fun when yeah. you have to get I think serious. Times, times have changed now. I think they've got some uh, brand inflation that we're a beneficiary of. Uh, <laughs> yes. Probably not as many kegs. Definitely. Not, not everybody's got kegs along the road, but go ahead. No, definitely not. So I studied human movement, just became a geek into biomechanics, physiology, all that. So really just like, just my curiosity into, because movement was medicine for me, meaning I was majorly ADHD, very hyperactive, uh, you know, sleeveless from Jersey and, um, you know, just always moving lacrosse player, surfing, mountain biking, you name it. So, uh, then from there I went to chiropractic school and really focused on posture rehab more along the sides of like being an orthodontist for the spine. So I practiced for pretty intensely for about 10 years in the Rockville, Maryland area, and then pivoted my practice and ran an integrated practice where we did chiropractic, physical therapy, acupuncture, regenerative medicine, all under one roof. When and you, then- uh, while, while you were doing that, you know, obviously you, you, you're a guy who um, you either open up or you close down the gym, right? I'm sure we've, we've had several lifting sessions together back in the yes. day, you, me, and Zipper, probably during, <laughs> during rush or something. Um, <laughs> did you kind of like push people towards like, hey, you got you to gotta actually work out. You got to 
lift or was it more of like once you're on that that chiropractic path it was more of like exercises like optional did, did it start to like push more into it I'm glad you said that because exercise is optional movement is essential interesting because okay. because there's a variety of humans right like some people can handle pain and movement and things like that much better you know I've dealt with every type of socioeconomic class to physical capability, and we all have biochemical individuality. So some people love movement. Now, if I'm talking to the average CEO, entrepreneur, you know, I'm going to say, you got to lift heavy shit till you die. Mm-hmm. Now, really, the, 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 I, I could break it down into five sections um, in, in what's been proven in dynamic, uh, or excuse me, in peak performance aging as dynamic movement. So strength, stamina, agility, flexibility, and balance. So training all five of those things for the rest of your life, if you, you know, you got to hit all those components. When you take a look at, um, as you get a new client and as you kind of like, you know, perfected your craft, you know, either there are certain questions that you ask or certain like things that they say or things that they do where you're like, okay, I know exactly what's wrong, you know, and maybe some of that's not obvious. So give us some of like the, aha moments that, you know, you diagnose a, a patient or somebody that has movement issues and how mm-hmm. that maybe kind of turns you into someone that you're almost like a, a chiropractic, like psychologist. And so uh, it's like great. morphing <laughs> into like, like coaching. Cause like, I got to diagnose what the issues are and I got to yeah. see it, like feel it. And then I know, and now I could actually like work with you. It's, it's really awesome that you said a chiropractic psychologist. And I'm, I'm going to put that in one word is embodiment. Really, it's like when we experience emotions, there's a somatic mapping of where it occurs in your body. And your body can get stuck from physical trauma, emotional trauma. Um, You know, my training is looking at x-rays and posture and putting math and engineering to what I'm looking at. But for a long time, I ignored that there was a, a being inside of that. You know, so it was just like, get on the table, do your work, do your exercise, move, make sure you're hydrated, eat well. And the think well and feel well didn't really come into play until I matured myself. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think I got to that point because I hit several levels of my own emotional, cognitive, physical burnout that taught me how to f- feel what the hell's going on inside beyond diagnosing just a condition like, you know, hip arthritis, back arthritis, you know, spinal degeneration, all those things. And those are all real. Those are all exist. And you have to treat those and in order to up-level your game as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, as just a human who wants to live longer, paying attention to what's called embodied cognition or like using your body to make your brain work better. Um, that's that's a direction where I've taken it. Mm-hmm. Makes sense? So, yeah, totally. So, you know, when you take a look at the, the health club industry and the, and, the, and the personal training, and you've been around it, you yep. know, as an enthusiast and evangelist and a participant, you know, why having personal trainers or wellness coaches or people that are that are in the field kind of like why don't they dig deeper into like how you're thinking or do you need to come from like your level of curiosity your level of intellect to kind of level down to that or like could could the average personal trainer you know come to this like conclusion of like hey this is how you have to think about people you don't have to think about just as as like an academic 
I love the angle you're going because I think the average personal trainer, no, cannot do it. But I've met elite personal trainers and they're all at my level. They're all right. coaches. They're like, they could probably spend two hours just talking to their clients, but their clients got to get shit done with their bodies, right? So it is a combination of, of all of that. And I think there needs to be training because right? all of these things like neurobiology is scalable. We all have the same neurochemistry and hormones going through our bodies. Personality is not, but if we could learn, if all trainers could learn peak performance and flow states, like what it is to help us get into these more often, then it, it could be scalable. Um, it just, you know, maybe, maybe that's why we're meeting to bring it into the halo sector yeah. in this. Yeah. Well, as, a, as I'm thinking about like your coaching career, that's about that you're about to embark on, like a lot of this might be people that already have established groups and they're just probably not optimizing their, their members or optimizing their clients. Yeah. And maybe they need kind of like your mindset and your process, you know, to basically like overlay onto their relationships. Maybe that's an opportunity there. Yeah. And, and like stack it. Right. Yeah. So like you got to You got to have the basic knowledge of like how to train somebody. Right. That's that's like level one. And you're right. paying a lot less for that. Level two is like training for life, which would mean, OK, I got to I got to actually figure out what's going on emotionally, because if someone is fighting with their wife and then go on a train, you know, 15 minutes later, you're not going to be present. Right. So so those all those things do have a component and, and relate to how you're going to stay and get healthy. This is Pete Moore. I want to let you in on a little secret. There's this company called Promotion Vault. And what they do is they give out rewards from retailers that allow you to incentivize your members without having to do zero down and one month free or giving away shakes or giving away t-shirts. What you want to do is build a rewards program that lasts, that people value, and that doesn't discount your own products and services. So here's the deal. There's something called Rewards Vault. The Rewards Vault is going to allow a member to set up their own profile. They are going to answer questions. You are going to get those answers. You're going to be able to target those members, and you're going to reward them inside your club, inside your spa, and outside of the club, and outside of the spa to get them to become loyal, to get them to pay their monthly dues, and to be rewarded properly for the actions. A lot of companies are cutting back on rewards. You shouldn't be. Promotion Vault's your answer. Trust me. This is real. So somebody said to me the other day, because I told them all my, my plans are over the next three to five years. They're like, okay, so you're going to create like critical mass. You're going to become an expert. And then you're going to go pivot and do something else, which <laughs> it's not really that far off from what I'm doing now. But I want to have like a sports academy and like an executive leadership academy. That's where I get Love it. my yes. juices flowing. So yeah. my question to you is like, you've obviously kind of gotten to the top of your field. So- you know, you and I talking about becoming a, a life coach or becoming, you know, an executive coach. Talk about how you got there and mm -hmm. how you're kind of saying like, hey, I'm going to leave some of this behind, but I'm actually like using it as a trampoline. Yes. And, and, and that's exactly what it is. It's, it's, um, it's a stepping stone, stepping stool, trampoline. It's exactly um, just that. Because like I mentioned earlier, my own experience of burnout taught me to search for ways to figure out what the hell was going on because I'm an intelligent guy. I'm a good looking guy. I'm successful. I've done this. I'm like, where, where, what, where did I turn left? Like what happened? And it was, you know, a, a, a lack of awareness of how to, how to really take control of my own mind 
and paying attention to what the hell's going on inside of my body. Like realizing like, okay, I got to get these distractions out of my life. I got to, I got to fight my addictions to dopamine, right? Which are everything else that's exciting in life. That's going to distract me really doing what I want to do. So my own experience, I've trained with therapists. I've trained with coaches. I've done specific work around breath work, specific work um, with Native American traditions, a a whole bunch of things where um, silence and meditation, where I've just trained myself. And it's nonstop. It's the journey. I wake up every friggin' day and say, okay, who am I going to choose to be? What makes me feel alive? And how do I keep chasing that? You know, one of the things, and you got a copy of the book, that we said yes. the time. So what do you get? You yeah. know, one of the things I was thinking about the other day, as I was thinking about preparing for this, is when you become a life coach, you basically try to coach somebody 365 days a year. Maybe not directly, but like in their head, right? It's like yeah. I got a coach, and therefore, you know, somebody's looking out for me. Somebody wants me to be better. Um, sports. You know, if you play hockey, professional hockey, you probably play three days a week. If you baseball, probably four or five days a week. Football, you play once a week. How do you kind of view? like the average business executive that you're either friends with or that's a prospective client where you're like, bro, this burnout, like it's almost inevitable at this yes. point because I can't turn my brain off. I slept three hours last mm-hmm. night and it's because I'm thinking about something all the time. Um, so how do you kind of look at it and say to somebody, hey, if you're going to be a professional athlete, you're going to be a professional executive, like you can't play 365. Like, right. Let me show you how to like actually take a day off. Let me show you how to recharge let me show you like workout recovery and like my body, like what does that mean? And then I think you coming from it, having like solved it or at least like acknowledged, like here's all the puzzle pieces I got to figure out on a daily basis. You could actually say it with conviction and say, this is what I did and this is how it worked. And you, you might have slightly modified. One, and here's, here's the thing is um, that again, the, the work that I'm doing the way that I'm doing it works for me, but the things that I teach my clients are scalable, meaning the habit, the psychological habits, positive, positive psychology, mindset, growth mindset versus fixed mindset. Physically, what are your sleep habits and hygiene look like? Are you exercising daily? Are you putting active recovery into your, your routine? So I do think being an Olympic level executive is a 365 day you know, 24 seven. But if you're, if you're not paying attention to like a flow state is a four state process. It's not a, it's not binary. It just doesn't occur or not occur. Right. So you have to struggle first. Once you get to that struggle, if you have the grit to say, all right, I'm going to keep going a little bit more then I'm going to take a step back and release. Then you can get into a flow state and then you got to recover because it takes a lot of energy to get into a flow state. So I don't even like calling myself a life coach. I, I would consider myself a peak performance, holistic lifestyle coach. So I'm, I'm combining all of those things, but I'm looking at how do you think about thinking like metacognition, right? Are you thinking about your belief system? Are you open to hearing other people's thoughts mm-hmm. and, and, and can you innovate? Can you increase productivity? All of these things are, are scalable and that's, that's, but you got to treat yourself as an executive CEO, high level person, you know, sleep is critical. Now, some people can overcome that. But I, I don't think burnout needs to be a badge of honor anymore. That's, right. that's really what I've learned is like, okay, I'm facing it. Now what do I do to take a step back? What are because the things that, yeah, what, what, I just want to pivot to something else while yeah. it's on my mind. You know, there's probably two things where if you, if you said, hey, 
hey, Peter, you know, let, let me be your, 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 your coach and your, repeat that again. Peak performance, uh, peak holistic. performance and holistic lifestyle coach. Thank you. I'll just, call you, I'll just call you peak I need, performance. I, Paris. I, need an, I need an acronym. Peak performance Paris. I like that. Yeah, like, tri- the, the triple P. We'll call you like yeah. a W. You'll be like a WWE. You know, like you could, yeah, you could put your, um, put one of your tank tops back on or something. Love it. I got them. I got one yeah, underneath. Live, live downstairs <laughs> in, the, in the basement. Um, there's going to come a time when somebody's going to come to you, like maybe it's me. I'm going to come to you and, and you're going to, you're going to like diagnose me. And I'll get, I'll, I'll open up a little here and say, you know what, bro? Like, I, I don't know if I'm ready to listen to anybody. And quite frankly, I don't love myself right now. If I don't love myself, I'm probably not going to help myself, you know? And, and how do you, how are you thinking about, how are you thinking about thinking about selecting your clients to say, you know what, dude, like, you're not ready for me. Or like, I can't help you if you're not willing to help yourself. How do you think about that either from past clients there's, there are plenty of clients I've represented that I wish I'd ever did because yeah. they didn't listen to me. And there are times when I, I knew that up front and I took the deal because I thought something better was going to change and I knew and it didn't. So how do you think about saying no to people? How do you think about just like manning up and saying, look, I'm here for you. I don't want you to fucking pay me anymore because you're not getting what you should get out of it because of you, not because of me. So maybe just like more overarching. How do you think about that? I learned that in the chiropractic work. Because um, I had to fire people. So I had to fire patients because they didn't give a shit. And if I care more than they do, which is what you're, which is exactly what you're saying, then I have to say, look, I love you. I'm ready to help you. And you're not ready to take action steps. Like if we come up with a plan and say, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z by this period of time. And you're just like, no, I didn't do it and do it. And that keeps happening over and over. If I can't, diagnose or dive in because I'm not a psychologist, right? So there may be some underlying issues where I have to say, look, you've got some deep trauma that you need to face. And if you want to live your life that way, that's cool. Um, What's also good is that like I'm getting into this for the passion. I'm pivoted because I'm passionate because I'm not chasing the dollar and, and I know what my worth is. So my time is valuable. And when I spend time with you, it's not just me talking. It's more listening than talking. Yeah. So interesting. So, so if we, there are times when, when I've talked to people and they say, um, yeah, I've got an executive coach. I pay X dollars a month. Um, and I must like say it with pride. You know, sometimes how little they, they, they spend on it. And it's like, man, that's like a direct correlation. And if you're making, let's say you're making $10,000 a month, you know, should you spend a thousand or $2,000 towards if you have, if you can afford it to towards a coach that's going to get you better. And you know that that, it's going to help you get from 10 to 15 or whatever the dollar amount is that you need to make and, and actually, you know, perform. And then if you think about analogies, when you think about your business model, like what does a caddy make on, on a round of golf when, when they win, when the, when the golfer wins, is it like 10% of the purse or 15%? I don't know. Is there, is there like, um, you know, like my agent, Right. Does my agent yeah. make 20% if I'm like a, an artist? So how do you think about, like, I know, I know what, what the net worth to me is if I wanted to hire somebody and yeah. it's got to be at least two to $3,000 a month is what I should spend when I actually take the leap into having a coach. And, and the reason why I don't right now is because I probably don't want to hold myself as accountable as I should, Yeah, to be honest with you. Thank you for being that vulnerable. No I problem. appreciate that. No problem. Um, it's my podcast, bro. 
Yeah, I know. I love, well. love this. Is your this is your artist? This is your this is your palette. I want to be in the vulnerable fire zone. Fire away, fire yeah, away, yeah. baby. So I think, um, you know, truthfully, I, I haven't been in the field long enough uh, in that way, and I'm I'm going to start thinking about the model that way. It's like, how much are you willing to invest? You know, it's like when I when I ran my practice, I'm like, okay, I'm going to spend X amount of percentage on marketing, right? And I used to like stay in that ten, maybe sometimes fifteen percent on marketing because you get to spend a shitload of money to get people in the door and butts in the seat. But I, I love how you're thinking like the level of a caddy or the level, you know, I, so I don't have a direct answer for you. And I'm yeah, going to well, say- let's, let's research this because I think it kind of yeah. changes the narrative. And there's sometimes when, there's sometimes when you go in, you know, with a high number because you know that that's, that's what your worth is and that's how much value you're going to provide probably two, three or four X, just like marketing dollar, right? I'm going to, if you hire me for a thousand a month, I'm, you're going to get at least $4,000 worth of value, you know, if yes. you want to like take it and like try and account for it in, in different facets yeah. of your life. Right. Yeah. So, you know, there are times when people come in high and you're like, wow, like, can they really, can they really make that much change? And that's why they're, they're priced at that. There was a guy I used to work for back at, at investment banking and, you know, we charge, you know, like sometimes on an assignment, we'll charge like 5k a month or 10k a month retainer. And this guy was like an elite advisor to insurance companies. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I asked him one time, like, Doug, you know, what do you, what do you, what are you going to charge like this insurance company? He's like 75 grand a month. I'm like 75 <laughs> grand, dude, that's a lot of money. He's like, that's what I'm worth. And I'm going to save them millions of dollars by making the right decisions that they are not going to make on their own. So that's what, that's what it costs. And if you want to, if you want to hire me, that's what I'm, that's what I, that's what I'm worth. So I feel he said that with such directness and yeah. such assertion that you believe it. And yeah. you know that this guy ain't fucking around. Right. You know, when he says, like, I know everything about this space and they need to suck my knowledge out, and that's what it costs. It costs, you know, basically twenty five hundred a day and I'm available. Whatever I'm you picturing need. him as the wolf from Pulp Fiction. Yeah, yeah, basically. Like, basically. You pay him the big bucks to clean up and leave no trail. Yeah, yeah. He sits there, <laughs> smokes his uh, cool cigarettes yeah. with yeah, a foot. That. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Doug, Doug Brown, one of the best uh, best ever, actually from Jersey. Uh, Montclair, New Jersey. So shout out to Dougie Brown, huh, right uh, DOJ. But <laughs> you know, as, as you think about going in, so so talk for as we close out here. Talk about what kind of clients you're looking for. Do you want them to be local so you could have like direct influence? Do you want to be uh, zooming with I would, them? I would love for them to be local at this point, uh, and I do online as well. So we can, you know, I've I've worked with people online. I've worked with people. I'm going to do my best work face to face because, and you could still do good breath work. You can get into the body from a camera, which is surprising and, it, and it's very effective. Um, so I'm open to that. I'm open to working with people live. Best clients are people who want to work on themselves, who are willing to face their edge and, you know, want to up level their lives. Um, I, I, you know, if you're in that waffling space and you really don't want to get into personal development and face your shit, that's, you know, that that's that's not the person I want to work with. I want to yeah. work with someone who's like, okay, I'm, I'm willing to face it. This is Pete Moore. Here's the last tip for you of the podcast. We are partnered up with a company called Higher Dose, higherdose.com. They are the leader in workout recovery products, infrared technology, LED light masks, neck enhancers, and other products such as PEMF mats and sauna blankets. If you have not gotten on the workout recovery train yet, your time and your stop is now. 
You got to get these products in there before these workout recovery and spas end up saturating your market. Having your members walk out of the club and going into one of their locations for 200 bucks per month where they're paying 39 to you. Let's become an expert in workout recovery if we are already an authority in workouts. Higher dose, check it out. There's a wholesale code. And we look forward to helping you augment your products and services to meet the demands of your members. And hey, let's get people happy, healthy, and sweating. And the recovery should be just as good as the workout. And how many other people that you know have come into the, the coaching space? We'll just use my term coaching for now. That's um, cool. It works. How, many, how many people have come in with a doctor? you know, in, in front of them, uh, in front of their name. And, and is this, did you, did you, was there a mentor? Did you kind of have your own aha moment and just say, Hey, I'm going to go blaze this path. I know it's the right thing to do. I'm not sure if I got all the pieces, you know, squared away, but I, I this is what I'm supposed Com- to do. Combination, combination. Yeah. So, um, most of the doctors that I've met, um, I'm part of a couple of different groups. One, one group is a coaching group within the, um, um, investor space, like in the venture capital space. So I've met a lot. Some of those coaches are PhDs. No one, no one is like, I haven't met a medical doctor or a chiropractor um, in that space. I'm also part of um, the Flow Research Collective, which is Stephen Collar. You know him as an author? Um, him, yeah. yeah, Rising Superman, Stealing Fire. He's, he's one of the top flow neuroscientists in the world. Um, in that group of coaches, I've met veterinarians, medical doctors, physical therapists, like I've, I've been around it all top level athletic trainers, things like that. So, um, a couple of chiropractors also, but people don't take my approach. You know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm taking like what I've learned about the body and taking the body and bringing that up. So you function better in your brain. And mm-hmm. that's, that's really what the biggest difference is. And as you build, you've been part of some software companies, you've been part of, you know, chiropractic, you know, rollouts. And those have been based on building a brand effectively, yeah. right? Through people. So yeah. how do you think about, you know, uh, is there is there a brand name for the consulting firm and the, and the coaching firm? Is this Brian Paris? Are you like- uh, Right now, like, it's Dr. Right now it's Dr. Brian Paris. I'm, I'm playing with the brand. Uh, I'm, I've got someone picked out that I'm going to work with. But the first, the first step for me is I got to write my book. So I yeah. got to tell my story and write the first how-to book. Um, yeah, when's that, when's that slated to uh, that, be that, that's slated first quarter of next year. I got to just get to work. So I don't, I don't party anymore. I'm just going to get the frigging work done. So yeah, well, uh, we did, we did one book and we got another one coming out. So it's a great process awesome. to go through and, um, you're happy to, to, to give you some of our, uh, our takeaways of, of how to fast track that. So yeah. Great. And, and I just want to thank you for being still, still president and guide. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Oh, I'm, here, I'm here to serve, bro. I'm here yes, to serve. Yes, you are, brother. I didn't, know, I didn't know you left school, but I wasn't there anyway. So That's it, right. It you didn't know, matter we left if you were there. at the same time, but it's, yeah, but it's our, cool. I feel our journey is our journey. Yeah. yeah, I feel like we graduated together now. Somehow. We did. We did. Right, cool. Yeah. Hey, so in closing, you got any good quotes or, or things that you say to your clients or like uh, parasisms? Uh, yes. Uh, this is a good one. This yeah, is a quote from let, me. Let, let me decide if I like it. You tell okay. me what it is. I came up, this is Dr. Brian Pear. So where where curiosities converge, passions emerge. I like it. All right. Could make the glossary. Yeah. Could make the glossary. Like it. All right, man. Well, welcome to the halo sector. Thank you very much. 